Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Kenya's biggest conversation that's broadcast live every weekday morning from 6 to 10 a.m. on Spice FM. Hit subscribe for more thought-provoking conversations with your hosts Eric Latif, Ndu Oko and C.T. Muga and who's who of an eclectic mix of guests from the world of politics, policy, business and culture. This is a Situation Room podcast. Enjoy. So we continue the conversation about debt and uh, what's happening in the country. And we uh, have a guest who's joined us now in the studio. Um, Bernard Mushere is a fraud risk management consultant with an organization called Zero Fraud Risk Management Consultants Limited. He's previously worked at the National Treasury and the Debt Management Office. He's uh, retired from that. Now he's doing his own thing. See, the thing about people retiring too early, 60 and 60, it's too young. Oh, it's too young, is ah, it? Ah, come uh, on. It's time it's to do other things. Yes, Bernard, good morning. <laughs> morning to you. <laughs> Welcome to Kenya's Biggest Conversation. Thank you. It's good to have you here. Karibu sana. Uh, you retired from the, from the government? I retired. Voluntary retirement or? Oh, after 60 years. Yeah. So I'm saying it's 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 too early to tell people to retire at sixty. Sixty that's a that's at, at your height. The peak of your everything that you're doing. Yeah. Ah surely. Anyway, Bernard Karibusana. Thank you. You worked at the National Treasury in the debt management office. I worked in the National Treasury mm. in the Internal Audit Department. Mm -hmm. Internal Debt Department. Internal Audit Department. Audit. Yes. Okay. Under the Internal Auditor General. Mm -hmm. Yes. What does that What does that department do? That department um, is the Internal Auditor. You are there to add value through giving assurance that uh, uh, the objectives of that particular organization uh, is being accomplished yeah so you are part of the internal control mm. so you evaluate the management governance and everything mm. to ensure the objective of that particular organization is achieved so what are you auditing were you auditing the expenditures for example within the ministry of finance or are you auditing the work that the ministry of finance is doing for example signing of uh, multilateral, bilateral, whatever kind of loans we are signing, um, the amount coming in and how that is being utilized. The National Treasury, of course, the Ministry of Finance is uh, an executive ministry, so it's the one that is receiving money from the, uh, and, and deciding how money is being spent. The, net, the National Treasury actually uh, manages the, uh, the public finance and uh, the public finance management cut across all the government entities. Mm. So, as an internal auditor, you are seconded to each, any department, any government department. Mm -hmm. For example, I worked in the districts. We were the first people who were focused, the so-called district focus mm. for rural development. Mm. So we went to the the districts so in that when you're in the districts you audit every department of the government for some time quite a number of years i was in the district i left the district i mm. came to nairobi in nairobi now you are posted to 
department, like I worked in the, in the National Youth Service, mm. as the internal order in charge there. Mm. From there, I left to the Ministry of Public Works, the internal order in charge. From there, I went to the Ministry of Enterprise Development, mm. when it was combined about five or so ministries. Mm. From there, I went to the Ministry of, Pub, uh, of, um, of uh, East Africa, East Africa Commerce mm. and Tourism. I was transferred to the Ministry of Health, the famous Mafia House Skado. Mm. Um, then to the headquarters, then home. <laughs> <laughs> Upon retirement. <laughs> All right. Yes. So, Bernard, you're here today because we want to continue our conversation that we've been having the last couple of we're in the budget cycle we are right at the heat of budget making yes. we have the finance bill that's been published public participation is taking place now with the national assembly uh, soon we'll now get to understand the full effect of the next financial year's budget of course one of the big ticket items in the next financial year is repayment of debt and our debt is now at close to nine trillion shillings. Yes. A lot of it has been borrowed in the last nine years, right? Mm. In that time of around nine years, yes. you are in the treasury for, right. for that time. You know what was being borrowed, the reasons that were being given for borrowing this money, yes. and where the money was going. Okay, let's start with, is it true that our national debt Burden, burden is nine trillion shillings. Um, I also got astonished when uh, I handed nine trillion. Mm -hmm. So what I did, uh, I took as a Kenyan. I'm a Kenyan citizen mm. uh, and a shareholder of this country. And uh, now I have retired almost to five five years outside there. Mm. I have a duty as a citizen to see to it that uh, our country is being run um, perfectly. Uh, you remember our president, I think you have, we, have with him, we were with him yesterday. Mm. He said that everybody should uh, take his role, contribute mm. the little you can. Me being a certified fraud examiner, mm -hmm. that I'm an anti-fraud expert. Anti-fraud expert is an economic crime expert, biased towards uh, that branch of economic, which we call occupation fraud and abuse. Mm -hmm. uh, when I looked at uh, the books, because public debt is part of public finance management, mm. and public public. Uh, finance management, the definition of public finance management is the set of laws, rules, pro procedures and systems that a government entity uses to source for funds, mm. allocate funds, expert, audit, and what have you. So finally they produce books. And those books are sup supposed to be for the Kenyans, citizens like you. Mm. And the, the other one, mm. because we are all shareholders. Like when you go to your company or you go to your, 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 your cooperative, they usually give you books yes. to show how they are performed. They are performed. Mm. 
Likewise, the government produces books for us. You go to Ministry of Finance, they are all budget books. You go to Central Bank, the banks for the government, so it produces the data, the statement of the meaning. I looked at all those books. And when I look at what we have borrowed, mm. we have a debt stock of 1.45. We, ha- we, we, we paid 7 trillion. We have used our tax revenue because any country does not develop or finance its activities uh, through debt. That is one thing you should understand. Mm. We finance our activities through tax because the government gets its revenue from taxation. Mm. So we, we should finance our activities because even what we are borrowing from outside, it is taxes for the others. Yeah. So now, when I added all that, for the nine financial years, it means the finances we used for projects mm. came to about 19 trillion. The finances we used for? For nine years. Mm. If you add now the mm. debt stock, mm-hmm. debt stock means what? Outstanding debt, yeah. yeah, isn't it? Mm. Mm. Which, which that is what we have, you have left to pay. We have paid seven trillion, and we pay our debt using our taxes. Mm-hmm. So even when we, we, we borrow, we don't we don't borrow to pay with. Uh, we don't debt. borrow a loan to pay. Finally, everything will be paid from our taxes. 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 Mm. Okay. Can I ask a question? If we're looking at 19 trillion, what you're saying is that what is still owed by Kenya today in terms of debt is is that what you're saying? You know what? The, the money that has been borrowed for projects was yes. 19 trillion in nine years. That is what it should be because you see, we have paid seven trillion. Mm-hmm. What was we paying? Debt, isn't it? Uh-huh. Okay. We paid the debt. Uh-huh. So we have been paying, since 2013, every year we've been paying some debt. Yes. And what you're saying is that in those seven years, in those nine years, we've paid seven trillion shillings. I did the audit between 2014, 2015, mm. up to 2022, 2023. Okay. I looked at that. that the current financial year. Yeah. So the money owed. The money owed, mm-hmm. according to the report, yes. is nine. Uh, it's nine. Nine trillion. Nine trillion. And this money, from what you've said as well, yes. was being borrowed for projects. Yes, because the sorry, sorry, sorry. Mm-hmm. because the because the the law mm-hmm. is very clear that we borrow to finance development expenditure. Okay, but uh, there's, there's a question I'm asking here: yes. Was this money borrowed for projects? I know what the law says. Yes. But was this money borrowed for projects? That is what. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. That is what. Uh, that is the question now. You you were right there. Yeah. You were right there. You did an audit. So I'm asking, yes. this money that was borrowed yes. was it borrowed for projects? If I compare the the projects, mm. because within those nine years, the projects are worth the six trillion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see, coding to the projects because they are in the development. Expedition. Mm. That's where the projects are. Mm-hmm. Because the budget is divided into two. Mm-hmm. Recurrent and development. Mm-hmm. The re- development expedition is purely for projects. Mm-hmm. We are together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anything outside there, then it should not be for project. 
unless those projects are not approved, are not authorized, mm. and everything is authorized under the budget. Yes. Because the budget is the Appropriation Act. Yes. That is the law. And that is the law we make. So when I looked at all the Appropriation Acts mm. for development, for the, the nine years, it amounted to six trillion. Okay. So you can see those are the projects. Okay. But when you add all the debts, including what we are paid, because we are paying the debts, we pay debt from the, uh, the current expenditure mm. at an account called public debt account. So you only go to the, the current expenditure, extract what has been paid, which was amounting now for nine years, yeah. seven trillion. Mm -hmm. Now, in the development expenditure, we have two things. We have tax to finance the development, yeah. and we have the loans, yes. which are clearly indicated in the, in the budget. In the budget. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But now, in the course of my audit, I realized it's as if we have two budgets. The budget which comes from Treasury, mm. and when the Cabinet Secretary is preparing the statement of actual expenditure, mm. actual revenue and exchequer issue, you find there is another budget, which is different from... From what was approved by Parliament. From what was approved. In oh. that's way, if you mm -hmm. go now to the Gasset notice, because the Gasset... So in the budget, you have two things that have been done. Yes. In the budget, there is what has come in as the yes. project. Yes. And the plans for the government to spend yes. in a financial year. Yes. Say in 2014, 2015, yes. these are the projects, yes. a development project, yes. and this is how much it's going to cost us. Yes. Okay? Yeah. And we know the deficit. So if we have a deficit of 300 billion and the projects are 1.2 trillion, mm -hmm. we know the rest is going to be to come from the loan. Let me first of all tell you, uh -huh. correct, maybe we. When a budget is being taken to parliament, mm. it's actually balanced. Mm -hmm. If you go to section 33, regulation 33, the budget when it's being taken to parliament is balanced. That is, you have taken care of the deficit by showing the borrowings you are going to undertake. Yes. And the borrowings are only shown in the development budget. budget. Yeah. Because you know the law says, you can only find, borrow to finance development. development. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when you are, the cabinet secretary of Treasury is taking the budget to parliament, mm. it is balanced. Mm. It's not deficit. There is no deficit. Mm. Because it's clear shows. So at that point yeah. in the budget, you know this is the development budget for it, this year. It, yes. This much is, is expected to come from revenue and this much will come from loans. Yes. So basically you are asking parliament to approve for you to go and borrow that amount. Yes, and in most cases, mm. you'll find already the, the loan has been signed. The loan has already been secured. Uh, yes, secured. Okay. Yeah. So we know, for example, in one year, let's say it's 500 billion shillings. Yes. And then the next year, it's X amount. Yes. That is what you're saying now between 2014 yes. and this current financial year, yes. the amount of money that has been appropriated as development totals 6 trillion shillings. Mm. Yes. Out of that six trillion shillings that has been appropriated for development in six year in those years, yes, how much of it was appropriated to come from loans? Come from loans, debt financing. That was it. Their full six trillion. No, it was six trillion. Mm. 
uh, amount financed by taxes mm -hmm. was 3.7 trillion. Mm -hmm. So the balance? The balance of 2.29 was from taxes. So it was coming from debt. Taxes. Debts. From debt. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it is earmarked for each project. Okay. Money is earmarked for each project. Mm. And this is the total? This is the total. 2.29 trillion shillings. Yes. Is the total budget approved by parliament? Yes. To, I mean, the total loan approved yes. by parliament since 2014? 2014, 2015. To now. 2023. 2023. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yet, in our debt books, it shows that between 2014 to the current financial year, yes. we have borrowed six. Trillion, trillion shillings trillions. or thereabouts yes about 2.1 trillion in the first five years yes four point something trillion in the second five years exactly so where was this money going because, was... because what happened is this mm. when i looked at uh, the budget you know the budget book yeah mm. then i went to to the statement of actual revenue yeah and exchequer issues mm -hmm. which is which is gazetted every that's where now I found the cabinet secretary posted, mm. printed estimates, mm. which were different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Different from the ones which were passed in parliament. Passed in parliament. Mm. And at that point, you find now domestic debt, which were not in the approval, mm. have been introduced. <coughs> okay. That's serious, though, from what you're saying. Yes. And, and under what circumstances would that happen? That the cabinet secretary then is now posting results, and we're talking about in the year, in the in the year 2022-2023. Yes, isn't it? Or yes. we're talking about a different year here. So we're saying that res that their posted was different from what was given in Parliament. Yes. Under what circumstances would that be? Could there have been a mistake? Why would it be that you'd have two different uh, rows of numbers? That is the biggest question. Because ordinarily, ordinarily, you'd expect the printed estimates, which are going to be posted in the statement of actual revenue, mm. actual revenue and exchequer issue, should be the same as the ones in the Appropriation Act. Mm. But now when you go to the, that statement, you will be, see very different printed estimates. And if you go to now for 2022, 2023, mm. because I have a, the table for all the years, mm. you'll find the posted domestic debt uh, <laughs> of about one point. 04 trillion domestic debts. Mm -hmm. And remember, you can only borrow to finance what? Development. development. But if you go now to the Development Appropriation Act, that is the budget, yeah. you find uh, the total of the gross expenditure was 700 billion. Yeah. Over 711 seven billion, you see? Mm -hmm. But there was no domestic Debt. debt there was there the, was there foreign debt if the external debt were 292 billion if you go to that book because mm -hmm. i was actually looking at the books which have been published 
okay. the way they are published. So the question I'm asking, I asked is this, where did this one? Which law give the cabinet secretary the power to legislate, because that is, there is registration now, mm. and borrow in excess of this. Domestic debts, which are not in the Appropriation Act, because the budget is the Appropriation Act. Whenever the government borrows domestically, yes. is that also captured in the Appropriations Act? Does the Appropriations Act only mention debt and then leave it to the cabinet secretary to seek that debt, whether domestically or externally? Or does it specify in, in the appropriation? In the Appropriation Act, it clearly specifies even who is going to read the money. So, ex even the domestic, yeah? ex external. Yeah. Come again? It will be ex domestic, ex amount coming from domestic. Yes. Y amount coming from external. Yes, but in this particular case, mm. there's, no, there's no domestic debt in the Appropriation Act. Okay. And remember, we are, you only borrow because of for two purposes. Mm. To finance the development expenditure and for cash flow management. Yes. So in most cases, the domestic states are borrowed to finance manage cash, cash flow. flow uh, cash flow public, to manage cash flow. Mm. And that should be short-term borrowing. Because the law is very clear. Mm. Short-term borrowing is only strictly for management of cash flow. Cash flow. Cash flow. The what medium is, what term. What is short term? Yeah. What is short term? Three months, six months, nine months? Y yes. But the law is very clear. They cannot go beyond one year. Okay. It should be cleared within one year. Mm. They cannot go be, uh, uh, beyond one year. Mm. Yes. So now, when you find something which is, which is going to go beyond one year, mm. that is medium term. Mm -hmm. And that medium term must be for Development expenditure. Okay. And development expenditure is clearly defined mm. in the PFM Act. Is expenditure to create uh, assets or to renew assets. Mm. That's the definition. <laughs> <laughs> so you cannot borrow medium term for anything else. Let's take a break. Mm. And then when you come back, Mr. Bernard Mushera, you'll explain to us so from your findings, from this audit that you've done, mm. where has our money gone to? Mm. So the money has been borrowed, okay. Yes. Uh, the money has been spent, okay. Mm. Uh, we have repaid some debts, okay. And you're saying this whole thing, if you add it up, it comes to around 19 trillion shillings. Yeah. But clearly not. So where has the money gone to? Mm. Now let's get to understand yeah. the result of what you found with regards to our debt. And the questions are, how was our debt procured? How was our debt used? And how much have we paid? You say we have paid from our uh, recurrent expenditure over the last, since 2014 to this year, we've paid 6 million shillings, 6 trillion shillings. Am I right? 7 trillion. Okay. 7 trillion. Yes. We have paid, over the last nine years, we've paid 7 trillion shillings as debt. Yes. Against an approved borrowing of 2.29 trillion shillings. Yes. But then our debt register reads 9 trillion shillings. Seems to me that it's a 6.7 trillion plus 2.29 comes to 
about nine trillion. Nine trillion. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds to me like, you know, we are talking about the same thing. <laughs> Why is it that we have a balance? When we say our debt register reads nine trillion, yes. what does that mean? Does it mean that we owe people nine trillion shillings? Or does that mean that what we have been dealing with in terms of debt so far is nine trillion shillings? When you say there's a debt stock <coughs> of nine trillion shillings, mm. you remember that is the one they are, they, are, they are seeking to increase the ceiling. Yes. Because we have nine trillion. So that is the outstanding debt. What Kenya owes is nine what, trillion. Yes. After paying, uh, the, because you cannot seek to increase a ceiling mm. if you have already reduced it. You've reduced it. The most interesting thing is that we've been paying, mm. but instead, we still increase. We want to increase the ceiling. So our debt stock right now stands at that nine trillion. Nine trillion. That nine trillion yeah. is it a combination of principal plus interest, or is it only principal? It amount? should be principal because interest is paid when uh, interest is considered when you are paying. That is the time you consider interest. Okay. Yes. So, the most interesting thing when I went, uh, I looked at now, I, I told you that payment is done in the current expedition. Yes. It's an account called Published Debt Account. And uh, I looked at the payments for the last nine years. And uh, the external debts, um, I hand uh, the data from CBK mm -hmm. up to somewhere 20, 2022. Okay. I got everything because even the books now, mm. the public, the Appropriation Act mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. shows the payment. They give the estimates uh, of what they are going to pay. Mm. So I considered even if we have not... Uh, completed the financial year, I got the figure which is there, mm. then it, it means uh, the amount repaid for the principal mm. is 1.263 trillion. Mm -hmm. And interest paid mm. was 835.9 something trillion. I mean, billions, sorry, billions. Mm -hmm. So now, if you look at that, I did some calculations. And uh, I found that uh, what was approved, the debt was approved, which is in the, the Development Appropriation Act. Mm. Uh, it's about, um, uh, then, if you subtract from the debt, the external debt, and earned the debt which was uh, carried forward before 2014-2015, then the debt stock should be 3.4 trillion. <laughs> now, um, the most interesting thing I, I found mm. is in the domestic debt. Mm. When I looked at the domestic debt, I found a very interesting um, scenario 
I try to ask myself, these domestic aid, which are not approved, they are using it to do what? Mm. I did that table. I tried to compare the domestic debt against the payment. Mm -hmm. Like you find, you, for example, I just pick one, like uh, in the 2022, 2023, mm -hmm. in the actual, uh, in the statement of actual revenue and exchequer issue, the, the domestic debt was captured as 1.1 trillion. Mm -hmm. And the payments, I remember we pay from our taxes. Is what again one point zero something trillion? You see, like everything we are raising in revenue, we are paying. <laughs> yes. So, from where I stand, mm. when I looked at the scenario, it is as if we are paying, we are borrowing, and the taxes are paying the borrowing. The debt. Instead of using the taxes to pay to pay our expenditure, our the current expenditure. We've been borrowing from Peter to pay Paul. We are borrowing, then we are using our tax to pay. Why don't we use the tax straight away, directly? What would be the explanation for this? When I looked at it, probably the explanation would be the timing difference. Mm -hmm. But when you talk about timing difference of collection of taxes, that is taken care of. That is what we call cash flow, isn't it? Yeah. And that is taken care of the short term, mm -hmm. not the long term. Okay. Yes. So now, when you look at that scenario, if you look at that table, you know, there is a serious uh, uh, lack of financial prudency. Mm -hmm. Because why borrow to use the same money to pay? And then you use your taxes to pay. That is the reason why you find. And when you are paying, the interest is very high. For example, now, um, for this financial year, I'm sticking this up because all of them are almost the same. Mm. Uh, after borrowing one point that trillion, one point zero four zero trillion. Yeah. Uh, the principal, we paid four hundred and sixty-one billion. Mm -hmm. Point something billion. Mm -hmm. And the interest is five hundred and fifty-three billion. That is very high. That, yeah? That's very high. That is very where the, 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 I found the biggest problem here. Mm. Mm. And this is where it requires to be looked at. Why are we borrowing and we have taxes? Because you see, when you borrow, you pay with the, the taxes. <coughs> but from, Tax what saying, but yeah. from what you're saying, that yeah. continues to be. It continues to be that taxes are used to pay the debts yes. from what you've said. Yes. So the question here is, this money that then is being borrowed for <coughs> development, where is it going? 
do we have mm. and i guess if we're trying to interrogate this mm. um, or if you were trying to interrogate this by the auditing that you did mm. the question then should be are there projects commensurate to this amounts that you see in the books for which you know these funds were borrowed can you say one trillion borrowed over time for one two three four five six seven projects can we see the commensurate project for which this money was borrowed so that the tax money that you're talking about that should have gone towards paying debt is accounted for do you then see that this money which is in question that there is a project that is attached shilling for shilling i don't think so because the only money you can attach to the project which are actually attached to the project mm. is the development uh, loans mm -hmm. Mm -hmm which are captured mm -hmm. in the appropriation act because it is it is it is direct it is direct for example if i i i, I looked at the minister of uh, minister of uh, the treasury national treasury yeah the development uh, for 2023 um they had uh, about five projects i mean one two three four five six seven you find uh, they had a project called Dogokuru Special Economic Zone, uh -huh. which was being funded by the government of Japan. Mm -hmm. 32 billion shillings. That is the loan from the government of Japan. And uh -huh. uh, from our taxes, it's 584 billion shillings. Mm -hmm. A million shillings. Mm -hmm. Now, you see one thing, and that's the reason why I also say that the question of debt ceiling is unconstitutional. Now what's, what's wrong with that particular uh, area there with the Dongokundu? This is what I'm saying. Yeah. You can see that one is pegged to a, 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 a project. Yes. And if you go audit, you find that this money probably was used in the Dongokundu. In the, in the Dongokundu project. But when you come now to the domestic debts, they are not, yeah? not pegged to any specific project. Is because they are not in the budget. Ah, I see. Is it? Bernard, this audit you've conducted between the years of 2014 to now, yeah. these are the years when you were, you had already retired. Yes. The years prior, mm. because you were in the treasury, let's mm. say in 20, uh, the, the years before this, yeah. what was happening? In terms you of... You actually what? retired five years ago. Yes. So that's around 2017, 2018. Yes. So in those first five years, because you're an internal auditor, yeah. Were you seeing these things in the year yeah. and were you raising questions as somebody whose job was to ask those questions? That could have been done by those auditors in the National Treasury. I was working outside the ministries and what have you. Okay. Yes. So, so ideally, yes. the auditors at the National Treasury should be raising these questions. They should be raising this question. And also the Office of the Auditor General should be raising should this question. Should also be raising these questions. And these reports, because they are then submitted to Parliament, yes. Parliament should also be raising these questions. Yeah, in fact, this report, I recently 
appeared um, in the in the uh, other the the the, the uh, public debt and privatization committee, mm -hmm. and I gave them the same report. Um, which was part which was part of the memoranda I had sent when they asked for memoranda on the 2023 medium term public debt strategy. To the best of your knowledge, yes. has this information that you you found out been captured in the Auditor General's report? I don't think so. Ever. I don't think so. Why would it escape? officials in the Auditor General's office over nine years? <laughs> well, probably the area they, they look at. Because uh, me, you know, I just uh, got the the published report mm. in from my expertise. Mm. I'm able, you know, the, we say uh, the cornerstone of fraud, the cornerstone of fraud is concealment. Mm. And uh, probably that concealment, maybe somebody may not decipher it the way I may do it. Oh. Because you see now, like when I looked at these figures, yeah. the, in the domestic debt, mm. you look at uh, this is, uh, uh, we are paying revenue, we are borrowing. So the question arises. So it could be a lack of expertise in the office of the Auditor General to be able to detect some of these things. So some of the recommendations would be that the Auditor General ought to then build and increase their capacity to catch on this as we conclude. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> Bernard, yes. you, have, you have shocked us this morning with yes. all these revelations and yes. we thank you very much for coming to us. How about that? You made it to the end of today's podcast. You clearly ooze stamina. Guess what? Just hit subscribe at Standard Media Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, or wherever else you get your podcasts from. Our podcasts drop daily. From me and the team, catch you next time. Bye-bye.